most of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of Tenthia Seniors Network. We are back this week to discuss, I think, um, a lot of times we would be reactionary and we would try to discuss, um, how can I say this, the topics of the day, or we would use the topics of the day to um, try to get into another topic that we actually really wanted to discuss, no bullshit. (laughs) 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 Because you've heard us said uh, many times, even now on this podcast, be like, yeah, I really want to talk with this. But then sometimes like you find um, a a new story that could be interesting to you. And then we said like, okay, like you could do it. Because when you think about, and I don't know how you you feel about this, Andrew, because you're in the content creation business. Sometimes you know when you have to talk about something because it's content creation, right? So can you give me an example of something that you wanted to talk about that you just had no interest in, but said, all right, I can fucking do this. Man, do you mean with the podcast? With the podcast or with um, radio? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Any, uh, and like, g- give me an example, like one example on both. Yeah, because I have felt it with the podcast sometimes. Too. First and foremost, uh, uh-huh. prefer to me about my government, uh, Vaki Gleason. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. Vaki Gleason. Yes, I'm yes, vaccinated. Yes. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. You are, you are better than all of us, and you will get taken be, up in the rapture. Be uh, respectful because you vaccinated and us unvaccinated fucking plebeians just <coughs> I'm about to be really annoying once I get my second shot I'm going to be really annoying because I'm going to be posting catch flights not feelings in, yeah. in, in, indoor dining who this like yeah, you're going to be respectful yeah. Yeah. Um, but no yeah, um, on on radio things I don't like discussing are like gal shit because my co-host real talk because she gets like it's, it's almost like men aren't allowed to be like, well, I don't like this gal because she's fat. But why won't you like it because she's fat? Da, da, da. Like, I, I can't say that. So I don't like those type of topics. I get annoyed easily with those. With, with, with the carry topics, mm. it's, not that I want, it's not that I don't want to do them, you know. I'm just not as versed in them. And when I'm not as versed or educated in them, it was one we did about something. What the fuck was it? It ain't. I stupid. So anyway, go on. <laughs> go on. No, it ain't stupid at all. It's, it's very smart. But I, but you, your deep dive is just different from my deep dives. Uh, so it's not, it's not that I didn't want to do though. It was just, just somewhere I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I have definitely come on a podcast like I don't know what the fuck we talking about. Like, yeah, I yeah. Just, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to sound as intelligent. Or, <laughs> I would be like, good. I would be like, sometimes I'd pick a topic and then 15 minutes into us discussing <laughs> it, I'd be like, wait, I even would do this. <laughs> like, why? I why even bring that. this up just I need- to talk about? I needed to hear that today. I won't even lie to you. Like, that's comforting. <laughs> that feels good to know. No, dog. No. I've been times... podcasts like, what the fuck? And then I, I've just like... said to myself, like, you know what? We could get through this. <laughs> no, no, no. The, 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 the magic of me, me, pause, pause all of this, me and you, uh, me and Nile, and me, you and Nile, is we're still going to make it entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It's still going to be a lot. Like, we can sit down and talk about pens for an hour and it'll be entertaining. But. Okay, first of all, if we were talking pens, I know like one right away where I would go to is like, why in fucking primary school we thought the pen 15 joke was the greatest thing ever? Like, why we would put a pen down, write 15, and then like laugh about it, like, what the fuck? 
Talk about undeveloped brains. Why did we think fountain pens was like culture? Like, why did we think that was like the height of luxury? If, if you had a fountain pen, you was flexing on niggas. Like, oh, 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 oh you, you don't even got the bick. You got the one with just pump, okay, with the, with the fine oh. tip. Oh, yeah, man. you like, yeah, nigga, I need a feather to continue writing with that <laughs> to show you what life is about because I might be buying shit right now. You know, you don't even fucking understand. I, <laughs> I, I didn't do my BGCSEs with a feather pen. <laughs> that, that's why I do okay at stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a C, but it's a fancy C. <laughs> Fox. You didn't even Fox. fucking know. But, um, I, I wanted to get your, like, I guess, opinions on that one, on what you, um, things that you wanted to discuss because, and what I always liked about it is whenever we discuss something that you would take it in your own direction. So I would always think that sometimes don't overburden Andrew with where the podcast should go because then he'll take it in his own direction and that could be a, a great place because I have this thing now with like podcasts because there are so many of them. That exists, and they are a lot of them are so overproduced, and then I can't follow the thread of it a lot of times. Yeah, because it's so overproduced that I, I just be like, a lot of times, like, dog, I don't care. And I, I stop podcasts midway a lot of the times, or like even 15 minutes into it. And if you see the name of this podcast, you would see that it's the Overton window. And the reason I wanted to talk about this, right is because that this relates to what we would call cancel culture. And it relates to um, everything that we have discussed in politics, to the vaccine, to COVID-19, to what quote unquote, the new normal is. And that's why I'm like, okay, this is broad enough where we could talk about like a lot of shit, bring it all in. And it would feel like how we would do podcasts before 2020 yeah. because I feel like I don't even remember what that is a lot of the times like pre 2020 uh, podcast because every topic is COVID but um, yep. the Overton window is essentially like there is this line of um, ideas or thoughts right and on either extremes there are ideas that are unthinkable and then the ideas that we as a public would think are ridiculous and then the ideas where we think are radical and in the middle are what the expected ideas of society are, are the norms. So mm. the exact definition is the window is a range of policies um, that are acceptable to the mainstream population at any given time. Um, and it is known as the window of discourse. So like when I read that, I would think that um, acceptable is doing a lot of work in that sentence because acceptable would mean like acceptable in America, acceptable mm -hmm. in Bahamas, acceptable in Jamaica, and all of those things are different. It's so, specific to the demographic. Specific to the demographic. It's like, what is the overton window for the planet? And then what is the overton window for um, a, a country, a hemisphere, a continent? Like all of that is different. What's the overton window for like Cuba? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. This is based on political ideology. Because you know how we're going to end this podcast about how, like, our plans for the things that we want society to believe. If you stick around for that last 15 minutes, you will enjoy it. It's going to be really great. It's going to be great. The, the, the thing about it is the reason why I love topics like this, genuinely, is because it's shit that you've thought about and you didn't know that they gave a term to. Like, yeah. you didn't know that there was a whole, like, school or, or, or school of thought 
for this thing because you look at the, the video I watched was not the one you showed me, but you, you, they made an example of when you look at alcohol, it used to be so regular, not even regulated, it was illegal. And then Nichols is like, nah, let's drink. They're like, all right, cool. Let's regulate it a little bit. And then it's right there in the middle now of like, okay, cool. There's, no, there's never going to be another prohibition. That's not, not going to happen. Yeah. I've been watching what happened with alcohol then, now happened with weed. Where it was the war on drugs, say no to drugs, and it was illegal. And now it's slowly creeping towards the center, even though, what's the name of the, what's the, name of the state now where it's like, go do drugs, all the drugs. Uh, Washington, probably, or Oregon, yeah. Oregon, I think it's Oregon, but it's like, go do all the drugs. LSD, Coke, love yourself. And I think now it's, well, well, let me ask you, can you ever see that being to where there's none, no regulation, or we just live in a society that steampunk goes into shell society of like, they're just doing all the drugs on the street. And it's like, that's fine. Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you think we'll ever get there? Um, if treatment ever gets to the point where it can adequately account for that, then yeah, sure. Uh, to your alcohol point, right? And that's a, cause that's to me a great example of how the window works because mm -hmm. at one point there were no real regulations on alcohol in America at the time, right? Mm -hmm. And then there was a political argument to be made that alcohol was damaging society and the family structure um, to a point that there needed to be increased regulation on it and it moved from increased regulation to an out and out prohibition. Mm -hmm. And then the window again shifted to say, prohibition is not working because all prohibition is doing is funding the pockets of criminals make and it is still quasi legal across all of these states you have all of this um uh monetary power that is also shifting um the alcohol consumption in the country so you have wealthy people and you have criminals and then that also then shifts the window to say you know what now it's legal once again mm. and that argument for alcohol and how you framed it with weed like that exact thing not, not that exact thing, but it did start to happen with marijuana. And we all see, it's crazy that right now as a society that we, and I'm talking about like people with influence of power could have this window tint and then still be resistant to like just straight up legalizing marijuana. Um, because the window for that shifted so much to where this whole CIA effort to like flood the community with drugs to Nancy Reagan's war on drugs to where we are to medicinal marijuana to where we are now is like a clear example that you you honestly can't stop the dam from breaking. But the Overton window was like, why did the dam break? The dam broke because people said everything should be illegal. And then what is the, um, like you were saying in Oregon, and Oregon is an example of like the Overton window on the spectrum of what is expected or radical to saying like the unthinkable that everything should be illegal. So then it's trying to pull um, what people think of as drug consumption in one way and where it's actually going to land to like, okay, then if it's radical, then then we might get shrooms. Cause then that's the next, <laughs> that's, that's the next battlefront, right? I mean, in, in Joe Rogan's perfect world, <laughs> all of this will be true. We get but, true, but, mm -hmm. but, but I think a big conversation needs to be had, and I'm watching it happen in the Bahamas especially, and I've watched it swing both ways, is that 
how much does access to information swing the window? Because back there with prohibition, they didn't have all the details of what they was doing. With right. weed, they didn't have all. Well, let, let me reword that actually. With weed, a certain elite set of people, and not only elite, but educators knew weed wasn't bad. They knew weed wasn't fucked up, but their voices weren't loud enough. It wasn't until, and you got to give some credit, uh, credit to the internet. Internet came out, niggas was able to do it, Google was able to do their research. I was like, hold on. Niggas kill more people in a fucking day than weed is killed in a year. So when you is not now when I have access to this information, politicians now have to pander to where I'm at. Right. Because now it's a gang of us now who have this information and who believe this thing, which is pretty mm -hmm. much how Trump won the election. A gang of white people had were fed information on him. They all came to the same conclusions because they were being fed this information. And so their politicians, who hated Trump in the beginning, was like, okay, we need to change the way we're talking now because these niggas look like they're on this shit. All right, cool, yeah. we can talk like this now. And that's how the window, whatever. So how much do we think access to information and, and, and data and the internet, I think that moves that more than anything else because the smarter we get, the more I think we're going to force their hands to like stop being dumb. I'm watching it happen with, with our with our politics right the fuck now. This is why I say all the time on the radio, like, we're not our parents. The only mm -hmm. access, like, if you think of the lunacy of, of how we were brought up, it's actually kind of fucking insane. Like, no, no, really think about it. What did you, <laughs> me and you went to school, Yeah. got off at three. I don't know where you went out to school. I remember my Grammy. You watched Toonami, Batman, the animated series, all the rest mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. You go home. At seven o'clock, Paulette's article came on the TV, yeah. told you whatever the fuck they told her to tell OG, you. OG, yeah. OG, shout out to OG. And then that was it. They're like, hey, y'all, um, crime is down. No one's getting killed. Da, da, da. And our parents are like, yeah. You knew nothing else that was happening <laughs> in the country. Nothing <laughs> else. else. You just nothing have to believe else. what they say. And I was just like, oh shit, this is real. And I, there was one point when I was a teenager and I was like, I wonder who's smashing Michelle. <laughs> It ain't that funny. It, <laughs> now, it really ain't that funny. Honestly, honestly, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, Michelle, with the, with, Michelle with the witch hazel nose. I like her a lot. Because listen, as a, as a kid and now as an adult, knowing how adults operate, now all I would think about, like I would go back and think about it. She was like, I wonder who's fucking them. Because <laughs> like, for you to have these opinions, I wonder, or like this stance or this stature in the society, it's like, who's fucking right now? The, the thoughts that go through my head when I see Brooke Baldwin. Mm. Brooke, I, I said very early on, and I was glad I was right. I was like, Brooke fucks niggas. She fucks with niggas. She may have a white husband, but she fucks with niggas. And then she put up several posts with niggas. And I was like, see, my mind, I know the twinkles. I know the look. And I, I understand that energy. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let's <laughs> be very clear. Yeah, yeah. You and I both despise Tommy Lauren. We know she's a piece of shit, but for the ancestors, we ain't good. I mean, <laughs> we, I mean, no, no, I'm saying, respectfully, I'm just saying, they're like, I despise her, her ideologies. I think she's a evil, cruel troll. But. <laughs> 
It's like, but I'm governed by one master. <laughs> Why? I just say, hey, don't be the free elf, mate. Toby is a free elf. Toby is a free elf. Toby is a free elf, mate. That honestly should be like the um, Pledge of Allegiance for all millennials. Like, that is that is the reference. Like, Toby is a free elf should be the saying that we all right. go back to. Because it's so layered. You know what? Because that that will actually be my um, my, whenever we get free, which is never my my, my caption for whenever we're free. Dobi is a free elf. That's it. fucking casket. But going back to, I don't even fucking. Oh, so you were you were talking about um, newscasters, uh, basically back home in Bahamas saying like, this is what you know about society. So then how does that shift? The only way that shift is through uh, political influence and through like what the politicians want to impart to you. And I think like now the reason that it's so, why we hear the Overton window term so much now is because um, it's been uh, like thought and opinion, there's a democratization to it. And like, because so many people now have the ability to influence the conversation or try to shift that window, that is what the pushback is kind of against. So when people say um, that they're against cancel culture or wokeism, it's that they are against other people having the ability to shift the Overton window and what is acceptable and what is allowed to be thought. And I know we did like, we did some pre-podcasting as we, tend to do because we, we have to to get those yeah. thoughts out uh is because like what i was saying before is that the movement of the overton window of what is expected or mainstream has to my how i think about it has been a a weapon i don't even know if i should say weapon or has been a tool of the more liberal leaning or the left mm. and the the right or the conservative like wing of political thought and ideology has always lean towards more so um, we get to define what the narrative is. And right. the example I use is that they have changed what woke means. And like woke now seems like how, seems like a, a pejorative the way that they change the word liberal into a pejorative. Mm. And that before what woke mean meant was just that you were aware of what was going on and that you were not just believing everything that they told you. Uh, that, that's technically all I mean. And now is um, how they have redefined it is some like far left ideology where everything like offends me and I am sensitive a thousand percent of the time. And then they lump that in with cancel culture. And that's been the weapon that they have used. And I think that the right is truly upset that they have never been able to properly move the Overton window, which is why we always, I think through modern history, I've always seen like progress go always towards the whatever the left leaning think of it is. So because and the prime example of this would have been like the gay marriage debate, right? Like, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember Barack Obama was on 60 Minutes and he like when they asked him about gay marriage, he it's basically evolving. Yeah, his evolving wishy-washy around yeah. the question. And then they uh, like talked about civil unions and domestic partnerships. And then you saw what gay marriage is. And now, like, in your 2021 brain, when you think of someone talking about gay marriage, you're like, how the fuck could anyone be against it? Like, it seems like a, a ridiculous, like, like, who cares? And I think, like, 
that's what the goal of the left is, is to move the Overton window into who cares. So all the things that you thought were kind of radical, ridiculous, or unthinkable are going to be, who the fuck cares about this? And, and the thing about it is, if you look at the journey of woke, we was on the woke train when it first, first came out on some, oh, y'all ain't got information on this, y'all ain't up on that, not on some like hotep shit, just on some like, they're not telling you everything, do, do your Googles, do your research, look at the game tape. Mm-hmm. Then even I am now annoyed by woke people, but you have to ask yourself, are you annoyed by woke people because you're genuinely annoyed by woke people? Or are you annoyed by woke people? Because there it goes back to that Dave Chappelle joke of like, are they just ruining the ride? Like we're trying to get to a progressive state. We're trying to get to where everyone could be happy and be safe. And these woke people are like, they keep stop, stopping the ride with bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the, the fucking thing about it is they only represent like maybe two percent of the population, but the, but but the Republicans give them. I'll watch Ben Shapiro and all the candidates on them. They'll share an article of someone being like, "Is yogurt racist?" But it's not a reputable site. It's not anyone who even like matters. But they be like, "See, see, see what they do," and you be like, "Wait, what? Who are they?" But then Andrew, is that just like them trying to like them being aware of the Overton window and that they're losing exactly. the battle of ideas and exactly. then they're trying to push back against it using the old weapons that they used to use like um to their alchemy they're just trying to be like okay what if we redefine it how we always used to redefine it and then maybe we get to push the overton window that way and it's that they are making noise and that they're being seen and they're being heard but it's still not working because like when you think about like even a lot of the trans bills and the anti-trans bills that are happening right like that could not be a part of your um social political or living life bubble right like trans rights or trans uh, trans community right uh, or that you're aware of but then in your the way that the overton window has moved in your liberal brain you're also thinking who the fuck why would you even want to stop anyone from living the life that they want to live like, what is the benefit of it to you other than to be discriminatory? And like, to me, that's where um, I see like that contrast and the push and pull. And like, that's where like the the influence or the debate happens in this window. And then it keeps getting pulled into the direction of the, and eventually I think it will be from radical to expected. That's just what life is. That's just how people are going to define and gender themselves. Because think about the way we even discuss gender now like that has been moved to a debatable to be like if you don't care about it like yo i don't fucking care like not or i don't care or i care that this person should have the right to do what they want to do well the thing about it is right when i think of liberalism at its core and conservative conservatism i'm saying it wrong at its core the liberals will always, as you said earlier, and you repeated that they, they move the window. I think they're, they're, they're moving it and the Republicans are like pushing it in the sand, but getting pushed back. Because when you look at culture, what is culture? Culture is media, music, um, acting, uh, content creation, all the rest of that. I just watched RuPaul's Drag Race finale last night. That got the most views. It was trending the entire day on Twitter. You ain't to stop these gay niggas. Because, like, I'm a grown heterosexual man watching it. I'm enjoying it. Like, it's great entertainment when it comes to music and the, and the, and the drug debate. 
you can't tell me hip hop didn't have a large influence with this beat conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we, we as a matter of fact, I think black people need to be given their flowers for keeping the culture moving just in general. I think we were the spareheads of being like, uh, we really don't care about this gay shit, actually. Like, we have gay aunties and gay uncles and shit. It is what it is. Um, in terms of music, no one else doing shit with music. Country music has not evolved since they started doing country music. We've watched hip hop evolve. And now we have white kids who are listening to black kids talk about what's going on. So now when you have a woke rapper talking like a J. Cole or a Kendrick, that's why we, we saw what we saw during the George Floyd shit. We saw white kids like cussing out their parents. You're racist, you're wrong. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh shit. So once you control the kids and once you control the culture, what is left for Republicans to do? Because they don't create words like woke. Yeah. They don't create movements. All they do is hear the move. If, if they start a movement of- They just react to it. They, all they, all they can do is react. But as long as you're reacting and not creating, you'll always be behind eight ball. You will always be behind and you're always, um, and I think like that's why we would see uh, like conservatives try to make like movies or film or different kinds of mm -hmm. art because that's what's pushing the conversation, right? I mean, it's so bad. Because, because like if you if you want um, a thought or opinion or idea to be expected or even considered radical, and then you go to the unthinkable, you know what I'll always kind of like push that is the quote unquote the purveyors of cool or it's going to be the artists who are going to do that. And if they, if you don't have any of that like influence on your side, you are always gonna be thought of uh, as stodgy or like restrictive to young people. And you're never gonna have that thought or opinion moved in your direction. And it's, it's, um, it's hilarious to watch our generation go through some of that stodgy old person kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I feel like you're the wrong person for what I'm about to say next is that when I saw white people um, defending Eminem as a rapper or people trying to cancel him, like no one trying to cancel Eminem because no one listening to him. Like, like, that's no what I mean. like he's not no part of that, like the kind of like rap culture that people like listen to or they could debate, but for white people in their thirties, he <laughs> is that guy. So they're defending him against what they see as like, it could be literally one person on TikTok mention him or make a video about it. And they think that that's, a, that's what they're fighting against. And that goes to your point about how um, conservatives would take thought opinion on Twitter or one random blog article to be what the internet is saying or be what the left is saying. It's like, right. yeah, but that ain't true. You're misrepresenting this entire thing yep. for you. And to go back to what we said at the beginning of this podcast, for you to create this content? Because you're just creating content now when you do it like this. This is why, and it's proven with the success of Bill Burr and, and Dave Chappelle, comedians like that. They prove that every day. Because Bill Burr went on the Grammys and like said what all of us were thinking. Because the majority of us are just reasonable people. The majority of us are like, eh. No, we're not. No, we're not. The, the majority, majority of us? Are, I don't think the majority of us are reasonable people. You think the majority of us are against gay shit? Like, no, no, no. The majority of us are like, oh, okay. no, no gays. What kind of fucking framing is that? No. No, 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 no. no. What, I, what I'm saying is like, right. uh, when you say the majority of us are reasonable, reasonable people. people actually, We're tribal. Yes, that's what I think it is. I we think like, I think that we are just like really easily influenced and we are easily... Um, 
um, dictated to by our tribe or what we should think or what we should believe. And then when there's a crescendo, because first like one people, one person would have an opinion and then two or three or four people. And then you, you start to think like, um, and this is attention economy, social media shit. This is what the thought is. And even if I think, if I think differently than this opinion, then what is probably happening is I need to re-examine my thoughts and my opinions to be right. more so aligned with that. And I don't think that we, and when you say reasonable, I, I tend to internalize that to me and that this person will sit down and reason with what they just said and digest it and then come up with their own opinion. And it could be that way. And I, a lot of times don't think that's true. Well, like, let me walk back a little bit then. Yeah. What I mean is I think the majority of people that they saw an article that says how yogurt is racist. If they were to read that and all it said was yogurt is majority white, you never see black yogurt, what is that about? Most people would be like, this is this is fucking stupid. This is I don't like, like anyone. And, and it's I like think, a joke. Right. It's a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, th I think majority of people be like, that's dumb. I think the majority of people are like, you know Made what? Me laugh. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 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 like even with the gender shit, a lot of it I don't understand, but if you I mean, want me to say all the yogurt gotta be white, right? <laughs> but even with the gender shit, if you ask me to say this, them, him, her, I'm I'll whatever you want me to say, I can say I don't give I don't give enough fucks to like sit here and argue with you. However, I don't think a lot of people are on this train of men and gals are the same. The only reason why women aren't as strong as men is because they're raised different. That's literally a school of thought out there. I was like, no, scientifically, that's that's just fucking wrong. I'm, that's not me. Like, mm -hmm. We believed in science all this time, and I were like, no. So again, I'm all for like the pronouns, all the rest. But I think, the, come back to my point. I think the majority of people- I mean, just, God, LeBron. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what? <laughs> that could mean so many things. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> God, LeBron. What do you want me to do? You want me to do? At least Kawhi could do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can do it. I'm not sure. I'd like me and LeBron are the same species, but you can't God LeBron in the finals. What are we talking about? What did what did Chappelle say? Dave Chappelle say if LeBron went on to fucking play in WNBA, he would score 187 points. <laughs> I don't. But, but the thing about it is. Women love, uh, uh, there's a Michelle Wolf joke. Uh, uh, you need to watch Michelle Wolf, she's on Netflix, she's very good. She has a joke where she is like, women love when you bring up this conversation of physicality because I'm Serena Williams. I'm like, yo, Serena would tell you she can't beat the niggas. Serena will tell you that. She said that, like, I can't beat them niggas. You know what I mean? So again, when we try to move the Overton window, I think the majority of people, because we're not all on board with this gender shit, that's why the Republicans can attack it the way they've been attacking it. Because the Democrats know it's bullshit. The Democrats are sitting there like, yeah, I make no sense. I mean, we, 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 we can say we support it. I'd be like, oh no, what are they doing? Leave them alone, stomach. But they're it's, doing it loud. They're doing their block. The thing about the Overton window is that you need time in order for you to fully affect it. Because yeah. in the current climate, it could be thought of as radical or ridiculous, but over a longer period of time, it is acceptable because a lot of the things that even um, Joe Biden would have said or would have allowed in terms of the money that he is giving to um, single parent households, um, this would be considered in the 1980s like just a complete um, abuse of the welfare state. 
mm-hmm. even as little as NIB did in the Bahamas during uh, COVID, in regular times, I would be like completely unacceptable and completely a, a different kind of thought from where we were going. So there is always like events that could um, actually change it. And then the time horizon could change it. So when you see the left do things or um, say that, or and when I say the left, I mean like international, like international thought of opinion of what like the left leaning perspective is in terms of like um, any kind of social uh, norm regarding like gender or sexuality, like whatever we think of now as expected or as expected to the left, which is considered radical or ridiculous to conservatives or to the right, in a hundred years, that is going to be the expected opinion. That is going to be like things that we know. So we could debate these things all day long, but just know that the, the place that your children or the place that your grandchildren are gonna live in is going to be something that is going to be um, further, it's going to be further to the left and then expected. And then what are they going to do? They're going to then try to radicalize it. And I think like the Overton window is also just a discussion on social progress and how social progress affects political progress and political progress affecting military progress on what we actually believe. Because part of what um, Trump actually changed was that um, Trump said no wars like we ain't going to war what the fuck are we going to war for and we wasted all our money on these people and then like he said that and the right who was like a more conservative more lent on like okay we're war hawks America's role in, in the world is to be the police or to get into these conflicts he said like nah be dying our shit we keep our own money and we fix our own shit. And now look at all these Vacky Robinsons in America fully mm. vaccinated because they have the money to do that kind of shit. And, and that's what I mean. Like, and that's what the right expects now. Like, oh, we ain't going over there to fight for y'all, to die for y'all. And, and that is how things eventually shift and change. And that's been over the course of like maybe um, from 2008, Obama's elected to the end of Trump's presidency, like a 12-year shift from the neocon conservative who wanted to go to Iraq to Trump saying, you can, like, how hard would it be to convince the American people to go to war now? Yeah, because, I mean, what else they got to go through? I, I, I think 9-11, because what, you and I have lived through what, two Bush wars, pause? Yeah. Yeah, we lived through two Bush wars. And then before that was, was the Vietnam shit. I think Americans were fatigued with the bullshit. And then, too, again, comes back to information. With with the first Bush war, we were in the Paulette's article age. Okay, you're not going to get a lot of information. We're getting, I remember my, my, my uncle John would get the you Miami. Could, you could always, hold on, sorry. You could always tell who you was trying, who you wanted to smash as a young kid. Oh, yeah. I made oh, yeah. one reference and you made another reference. That's oh, just listen. about type. It's just about it's type. It's just about type. Respectfully. No, no, I respect, <laughs> no, I respect mine. You know what I mean? We ain't, we ain't crossing swords. We out there. <laughs> I saw Paulette and I was like, hey, good evening. Hey, good evening, Paulette. <laughs> no, we don't want to. Um, <laughs> no, we ain't, we ain't playing that. Um, <laughs> but no, um, with the first Bush war, there wasn't a lot of information. I remember Uncle John would every Saturday buy a Miami Herald. And that was our access to US info, the Miami Herald. 
And then um, shout out to the comic section too. Jesus, it's always good. And then with the second Bush War and 9-11, we had a little bit more information. That was like the AOL era. That was the dial-up era. So, but again, we were so excited to have internet. We was looking at like porn and down, this was like the Napster era. Like no one cared about like Googling facts and shit. We were just like, no, internet, yes. <laughs> Free music, you know what I mean? That's all we mm-hmm. cared about. Mm-hmm. Now we have access to way too much fucking information for you to be like, hey, these crazy sand niggers did this thing. We got to go to war. Wait a minute. Let me check that. Da, 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 da. You lying. Fuck you. You know what I mean? So I think that it's going to be a minute, God's God's willing, before we see, I think, another war or for them to be able to convince us to go to another war. But I think my thing with it is, with the conservatives, they keep trying to push the needle back. And with liberals, which is why I consider myself a liberal, it's like, but let's just go. Fuck war. Fuck the past shit. Let niggas marry niggas. Let gals marry gals. You trans? Cool. Be trans. Let's just go, boy. They're trying to get to a point. I think they're trying to, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think America is low key jealous of the fact that Europe has it figured the fuck out and they don't even really have it figured uh, out. I don't know that they do, though. I would. No, no, they don't have it figured out, but they haven't figured out more than Americans. They got I the healthcare popping, they got the shit popping, they, but they're older. Why I would debate against that is that um, just because a lot of Europe has become more far right leaning. And because they're like more far right leaning, I, I don't believe that like quote unquote them figuring it out is not true because there's a lot of angst and a lot of anger in many European countries um, over immigrants, over um, the European Union, over what they think is this idea of replacement. So I, I wouldn't say that they necessarily have it figured out unless they because in in france for example like if le pen um ascends to leadership at some point like what are we saying about france's leadership boris johnson got to the leadership of the uk being someone who is like um pretty much in line with brexit and brexit was a campaign about largely about the immigrant problem in europe so and then we we have like um cases in um, in the Eastern European countries where you see a lot of the far right traction gaining momentum in, in Germany, there's been like some semblance of it, but not as much, but it exists. And Germany's are like, of course, like the racist OGs. Like if you go in, oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah. back to it, like if anyone know, they know. So like that, that's why I, I would push back. I, I think like, that's why the Overton window thing is more so more than just America or, um, the Western hemisphere. Um, it is it is everywhere, and uh, like how we we do things, and even to the and this is going back to a podcast me and Nal did about like how China then at some point was uh, a completely communist totalitarian uh, state, and then they said, okay, we want to be capitalists, and to be capitalists, you have to liberalize a little bit. And they've liberalized a little bit. Does that mean that they're going to liberalize more? And no. when we started talking about this Overton window conversation, we, we talked about like, it's different in each country. Because in the Bahamas, it's completely different. Because I, I, 
famous story about like I remember when, like we was away from school and we came back wearing fitted shirts and then walking down Bay Street and then yep. gal driving by and like y'all going to the gay club eh because the Bahamas ah. is different in the Bahamas like there was a vote oh man I still to me one of our greatest podcasts unlistenable now but like one of our greatest <laughs> podcasts when there was a vote on the referendum about um, when Bahamian yeah. women get married and passing on the citizenship. And the Bahamas is like, no. And we're like, where the fuck do we live? What is, a, <laughs> what is the other side of it that is appealing to get people out there to go vote for it? And that, that's why I, I feel like I'm up in the air now. Because it was a response to your idea that the, the, uh, the European countries have it right. And me thinking that it's a, a global thing. And it's a country by country thing and, and how it moves and how it's accepted. And like, even down to the idea that Buju then has to like yep. take certain songs out of yep. his act because yep. it has come back to be acceptable, even in places that where the Overton window isn't even, um, isn't even to the more extreme or liberal point of it, but just that you will be on the internet and you can't be singing that shit on the internet go viral no. and then all of your income stream dries up like i remember being in acadia i remember being in the ville 12 30 in the morning Aaron, because we don't die in the chichima and like we all sang it like a choir <laughs> and then a year later it was like nah nigga you can't don't do that <laughs> you know what i mean don't do that. Don't and, do that. And, and in terms of that i remember that summer i remember i'll never forget the summer we came home Coming back to your point, and this has to, this, this has to say this has to touch on the fact that the Bahamas is still an extremely unhealthy, obese place. But boy, we 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 gymming hard as of late. Like niggas really out here. I think that culture, and I would like to say that us and Kenny Knowles was on the was in the vanguard of that. I remember going to R and D cinemas with the fucking Abercrombie Fitch cut off shirt <laughs> and jeans. <laughs> Yo, and niggas looking at you like, fuck, I almost said the word, uh, gay boy. I'm like, nah, yeah, y'all, y'all late, y'all late. Like, <laughs> niggas thought he was gay for real. They was like, yo, Andrew Chidge, bro. It's like, it's the same, nigga. I just a cut off. And now I look back at it, I'm like, yo, we was doing way too much. Were we? But then I think about where, because I look back at like that shit, like, why am I jeans so big? <laughs> Wait, yo, we was on like, the Jim Jones shit. That this is why, like, the whole conversation about, like, where the window lies is that, um, and, and I think that there is going to be movement in the window, but, it, like, movement in the window in terms of a mixture of the idea class. So there could be a return to, for instance, the, um, the idea that family is important. Like, if you just think, take that idea, right? And then you would have the liberal idea being, um, Family is important, and this is why I have to further educate my child on what is acceptable or not not acceptable as in society, and not leave it just up to their peers um, to tell them what is important. And then that you keep the family close because this is how you um, um, grow our generational wealth and how you like enhance other ideas that we believe in as a, uh, as a family. And uh, that's what I mean, like a marrying of a conservative idea with a, a 
liberal one in terms of like like what like how do you influence thought and opinion and that is what i think the future is going to look like and how like how it moves how, how the range or how the window like kind of dictates and what i also think like and you could tell me about this because you are in the i love having you on the radio i just have to say this like this is like it's because the Overton window or what people think or the thoughts that they have to me is largely dictated by where the money is. If you mm. could have people who are going to advertise in your shit and who are going to buy into it, then you as a content creator or a program or as someone who wants to like be a YouTube star or a TikTok star or become Twitter famous, like all of your opinions are going to be based on like, where can I make money doing this? And where is the money going to be? Because there are opinions that if you say this on this sh shit, you will be fired or you will be not have that platform anymore. So what do you think of the idea that money then kind of dictates with it and we now kind of vote with our money or where we are with that? I don't know if I can say that Bahamians vote with the money. Um, mm that's not been our culture our culture has always been you're only as good as your last big mistake kind of thing that's why we flip-flop so much with governments now i think that with american i'll come back to being politics but with american politics they definitely vote with money they definitely vote with who's gonna and i'm not even talking about like big companies like i've dated girls who's like fathers own small businesses they're like nah uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm eating off of trump right now and they, they were making they were over that four hundred thousand dollar point and they were like, no, I'm eating, I'm eating well with this nigga. I'm good. You know what I mean? So wherever the, whatever's going to, and, and it comes back to like, you know, there's a word for it, but like just individual selfishness. Boy, y'all could be in y'all feelings all y'all want, but trans rights and gay rights and X, Y, Z, my family got to eat. So if I'm making $600,000 a year in America and this Joe Biden nigga is on something like, I can raise your taxes, I'm rolling with the nigga who, who can save me the money. At that point, I throw morality out of the window. Because morality is something for the poor, but morality is them for the rich. So, so then you make the window the economically viable window. Because we saw a lot of um, corporations during uh, the summer of 2020 all of a sudden start caring about Black people and whether Black people oh, yeah. lived or died and didn't give a shit yeah. before. So, like, yeah. if you made it, if you made the morality in alliance with where the money is, or what is socially acceptable to your company to be like, oh, we don't want to boycott, uh, boycott. We don't want to be like criticized for being X, Y, Z. And then where the big money is, and that is going to be what also helps to shift the Overton window. Because as a black person, this shit is, is cosmetically different. Yeah. And like, will that cosmetic difference then end up being actual difference in how you are observed and how you are reacted to in society on the street. And, and see, the thing about it is, first of all, those corporations did nothing. All they did was say, that's why I said cosmetic, cosmetically no, different. That sucks. We could paint some shit on the road for you, though. Y'all change the police? Nah. But we could paint some shit on the road for you, That's why. That's crazy. Like That's crazy. Companies literally went on a that's crazy run for like the year. That's then, crazy. But then two... You, you look at, you look at, I call this council culture fake. Let me tell you why I call it fake. I call it the Chick-fil-A effect. You could do, Chick-fil-A could be like, we don't like niggers. 
and their food is so good that niggas will be like, oh, Chick-fil-A, man, you tripping anyway. Let me get two. No, get no, two. no. That, see, that, and that is part of what the window is because the window is like, the, them saying that would be unthinkable, right? Not but unthinkable. If, if, them, if them saying the idea of, um, what could it say? I'm, they try, to, I'm trying to think of what could be like a radical uh, conservative thing that's not ridiculous or unthinkable. They publicly right? backed Trump. They wasn't ashamed of that. They yeah, that's okay. So that's what it is. So that that's they wasn't that's talking shit. Like, Yo, that is, yeah, we were Trump. That is the radical version of like what a conservative thing is. But to a liberal, to a a black person, is saying like any support of Trump is an endorsement of racism, and then that is uh, the liberals trying to pull the window in the other direction. Versus, oh, all we do is supporting Trump. And that's all we say. But we say Trump is a dog whistle to this. And how do you define this? You define this through documentaries, through through art, through movies, through film, through the popular zeitgeist, through the popular culture, and try to move the window that way. And if you move that opinion, then that Chick-fil-A position becomes untenable. And and to be fair, Chick-fil-A is very grounded on we don't mess with the gay people. We don't mess with gay marriage. We believe in like tr- traditional marriage X Y Z. I saw the tweets on Black Twitter of them being like, "I mean, but y'all got to take that L, but Chick Fil A sandwiches be hidden." You know what I mean? They told them straight to their face. Like, it's certain companies that I know will never lose. K- Kentucky will never get boycotted. Well, then that's Popeye's fault because Popeye should have like ended them with the chicken sandwiches. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah. Because and, you you went savory chicken sandwich when you could have like if you hit them with like a more sweet chicken sandwich like what this Chick Fil A is you replicate the Polynesian sauce you take them out and like mm, again capitalism it's about so. it's about money it's about money man and how and how slavish is Popeyes like like, 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 like like even that jingle sounds like a slave jingle love that chicken from Popeyes it sounds like slavery it's, 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 <laughs> whoever wrote that jingle knew what they was doing yeah. Make it slavey. You're right. You're right. Think about make it. it. Yeah, make it slavey. <laughs> make but, it slavey. But, but, but the, whole, the whole cancel culture thing in terms of like of them trying to move the window with, 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 with big companies, with big money, you, have, you, you, you just have to look at the reality of it. It comes back to your point about the reality of things. Walmart ain't going nowhere. Y'all can hate Jeff Bezos all day. Y'all can talk about the slave labor and the lack of unions all fucking day. You can still be on Amazon buying shit. Shut up. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, there's some people that are uncancelable, and I think that the the right wing knows that. So that's why they have no problem like accepting the money and the um, oh god, the, the the lobbying going on because they know you can't. If I own Bane's Tire Shop and I'm like, I don't like gays, I can get shut the fuck down. I will get canceled. If Target is like, we're for gays, yeah, but not. not- not in, not, the not in the Bahamas. Not in the Bahamas, though. Like in no, not, that's not why in I said like not in the states either. I feel like if you said that in the states, you might you would get like a lot of Walmart pushback. No, 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 you, no, you get pushback, but not financial pushback. You ain't you ain't losing no money. Yeah, we know we know Nike. Like it's so the one of the funniest things to me is going on like Ben Shapiro's Twitter, which I do every day, and he'll be anytime LeBron says anything. Ben Spears answers them. You didn't say nothing during Hong Kong, nigga. You didn't. You didn't say nothing when 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 China was the slave labor and da 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 da. da. Yeah, we know they don't care about slave labor. We know Ben Shapiro owns an iPhone that's made by slave labor. Like you know, we we we've known about slave labor all this time. We don't care, mm-hmm. and I think Nike knows that. 
Like he knows we don't care. You know what I mean? So, but but the pushback with LeBron was always LeBron wants to say this about white policemen while not saying shit about China. My thing is, why he got talk for China? He talking for you killing people who look like him and his son. Why he gotta because, represent China? Because all of that discussion and all of that pushback is just um it's a defense. It's a defense mechanism in where you think the window is going or where you think the conversation is going to be 10 years from now. Because I think a lot of social commentators remember what 2010 was like, and then they see what 2020 is now. And they think that if this keeps up, if we don't um, push back on what they're saying, then they're, where is it going to be in 2030? And I think like a lot of that is in line with especially what... Um, what you see like a lot of comedians saying because comedians are threatened by the idea of uh, censorship quote, censorship, and that that's why you'll see like a lot of Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle those like come out on the other side of it because to them their bread and butter or how they view society is going to be like what you're saying is actually hurting or harming us and um, in 20-30 years I will not be able to benefit from um, the jokes that I make, or I, I won't even be able to be in the kind of society I want to live in because everyone is just going to take everything so serious and so, um, so I guess, so, so earnest, so heartfelt every time anyone says a word, they don't allow for the idea that things could just pop off in someone's head. Let me ask this question then. I actually have two questions. I'll ask this one first. Who do you think moves the window hmm, let me reword this who do you think has the most influence on the window is there a bubble is there a party is there an like who do you think is moved moving has the most power with, with the window that's a tough question uh, like, like i said i think it would have to be more so people on the left because i i think like you just look at the scoreboard and i think like um that's called dc marvel in a second no 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 <laughs> see i wasn't even can i can i just look i, oh, I, I i'm vaccinated i'm different bond yeah i got my talking points on the kung fu movie so we good we even the... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll end your world right now i don't even start yeah where's raza cool <laughs> Y'all cast a white man as him and then killed him. But like, let's. <laughs> Y'all really did that. Do you know, really I do that. know. I never once thought of that. You know, I never. That never crossed my mind. You got a Scottish nigga. Y'all really did this. <laughs> and then his daughter was Italian, and then y'all killed her. <laughs> Because Chris Nolan said, fuck y'all niggas, I'm out of here. <laughs> that was your strategy. That was your Yo. strategy. Hey, hey, hey. We, we got the ass. We, we got the ring. We good. We got the ring. <laughs> we got the ring. It wasn't pretty. I never said it was pretty. I don't even know what the company was. <laughs> Ask me the question again. Ask me the question again. You see that I was ready. You see, you see how ready I was for that. You see, you know, you just, just know that there was a, a email went out to all of us. <laughs> and then he's like, anytime they talk, hit them with this. <laughs> so, yo, I feel like Christopher Nolan with that trilogy was like Peyton Manning in his last Super Bowl with the, with the fucking Broncos. Like, I'm sure he left. I feel like, woo. 
fellas, appreciate it. Cause, cause wow, mistakes Ch were made. Champions. <laughs> I'm gonna go commentate though. So um, good luck with everything. <laughs> know who you guys should hire? The guy Zach. He sh he would be good. <laughs> Because I, I truly don't give a fuck about any of this. Clearly, he would be good. I, I'll, then produce. Then I'll produce. I'll produce. Then I got the worst fight cinematographer ever. <laughs> this nigga got like his boy. I was like, yeah, do the fight scenes. <laughs> uh, you be you trying to say you wouldn't hire John to be a cameraman and people look at you in editing crazy? Be like, what the fuck is this? Be like, That's my boy though. So. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, that's on you if you can't work with it. But no, I'm sorry. What's what the question again? So you hold on. Hold on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, no, no. Don't, don't, another question. I actually have another question for you. The yeah. second question I have for you was this: Do you think another country can influence another country's Overton window? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. And I think like, and I think it's about like margins of influence. Um, because you have to think about the influence of the platform of whoever is in XYZ country and will that actually matter? So an American, like any of the big, like first world countries can affect other first world countries. And then they can also affect um, uh, emerging markets and countries in the Caribbean and South America and the Bahamas and Africa. Like that can happen, but can it reflect the other way? I think it can reflect the other way culturally. But um, for that cultural impact and the Overton window is about time, that time horizon is going to be much, much longer. Think about how much longer it took for something as simple as um, uh, soca or reggae to be influential enough to reach mainstream artists in first world countries. And then that'd be a thing. There could be like deep cuts that people would have um, heard or known about. But if you want it to be like, this is the sound that is going to be on the biggest artist's label or for them to even sign those artists that make that kind of music, like that's going to be different. That's going to take 30, 40, 50 years. But like for the impact to go the other way, it's much faster when it's a larger country because they have much more, they, they, um, they take up much more of the attention economy. I, but, I, I think it's actually anytime I see China like visiting people or like visiting countries or like just chilling, I always think it's funny that the world, like people in China, would be like, "Yo, they're censoring us. They're letting us do shit. They kill us." And the world's be like, "Anyway, um, so we have Xing Jing here, and he's like, hey, how you doing?" Like we just and China's like, "Don't fuck with it. Leave us our shit." I feel like we can't. I feel like there's certain countries like China. Well, you're not gonna move the Overton window no matter what you do because they're so seeped in. Well, they stopped. They stopped the internet. So right. They, <laughs> like, they're they're just like, nah. Nah, I'm not. We're not. We're not playing this, y'all. Like, like everything cool. Twitter, um, Twitter don't exist, y'all. We ain't playing y'all games. But then, but then you look at a place like Japan. Japan wants kind of the same morals, ideologies, and energy, but it's a, it was way more liberal. But even Japan has blocked. Like, there's some anime. There's anime, the one I want you to watch, actually, uh, Terror and Resonance. Japan was like, yeah, y'all ain't watching that again. Y'all ain't gonna have them ideas in y'all fucking head. You know what I mean? And even with uh, the woman who wrote Full Milagam's brother, she was like, it was some shit she had to take out because they was like, mm -mm, you ain't gonna influence these niggas to rise up. But y'all gonna have your freedom. Y'all gonna have internet and like anime and shit. But just, you know, not, 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 not too much information. Relax. That's yeah. <laughs> I feel like you relax. <laughs> like, 
Don't do that. Go- government suggested sending out one word emails to like artists and creators be like, relax, send. You know what that means. <laughs> Do you, know you know that meme picture of 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 your boy from the of Lawrence Fishburne as Ike? We turn uh-huh. around like this. I think that's that's Japan. Like, yeah. you can have fun, chill. But if, chill. if you want some, like, hey, should we overthrow the government? Because government really is right. Don't respect us at a set or some shit. But hey, don't no no don't know. It'd be like it'd be like, listen, you could criticize American imperialism. <laughs> that's what you could do. You can criticize Chinese imperialism. Don't bring that shit here. Don't bring that. Don't have up, no bro. analogies to anything that we, what we did because we good. We good out here. And then the thing in Japan, they they look down at China like, oh, look at y'all niggas, y'all can't do shit. <laughs> we out here when really you ain't out here at all. <laughs> you kind of out here. <laughs> Japan is like skinny ass bitch. <laughs> Nobody ass bitch. <laughs> Okay. I get a weave ass, bitch. <laughs> so, so, okay. I, we, we teased this at the beginning of the pod. So at the end of it, Andrew, if you could shift the Overton window, where would you want to shift it? And you could pick any, any phase you want to do. Like, wow. Where, where are you? Where are you moving this? Um, just let, let, let drugs fly. Uh, prostitution. Legalize it. Let's get some brothels <laughs> going. Not kidding. So, Not okay. kidding. So you would say that where you want it to be is um, regulated. Yeah, regulated, but no, no, no. So I mean, like you want the Overton window to to move to where prostitution is akin to you going to KFC. One hundred percent. So like when you <laughs> yes. So when you would say to your party, like, "Hey, I'm going down this road," like you going for some KFC, like that, like that kind of shit. That's what you want. That's where you want the window to shift. I watch a lot of Westerns and I feel like the people in the Westerns got it right. Like the 310, the Yuma crew had it right. They're like, mm-hmm. yo, this the brothel. This is going to go grind. Hey, what, what you doing over there? I'm smoking this tobacco we know nothing about. Do it. Love yourself. We out here. Hey, what y'all Indians doing? We smoking some weed that we grew. Y'all doing that? Shit. Bless. Culture. We out there too. Like just now in terms of weapons, I would actually see it. I, I would actually, I, I like where the Bahamas is in terms of weapons. You're allowed to own a shotgun, you can't have no AK, you can't have no handgun. I'm not mad at that. I think that's actually, we're actually doing a pretty good, pretty, pretty good job with that, you know, juxtaposed to the six niggas that got killed through Jerome Avenue with AK-47s and they got illegally. Um, and well, yachts yeah. from life, that's cool. Yeah, exa- thank you. That's exactly yeah. what I said on the radio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I would like to see prostitution. I would like, just let drugs fly. Like, I don't think Bahamians are going to lose it if you'd be like, you know what, whatever drugs you want to just do them, just like, don't fuck up. If you want to fuck up your life, fuck up your life. Do your thing. Um, when it's prostitution, drugs, uh, I would like to see, coming back full circle to our conversation off air, I'd like to see more government regulated. Why don't we have like community gyms? Why don't we have community pools? Like, I think we have the money. It don't cost the money to build a fucking gym and maintain it. You know what I mean? I don't know why we don't have that. Like, um, more focus on health. And that's, I think that's why a lot of gym owners were pissed off with the government. They're like, yo, y'all telling these people, fat people could die most from this. And the only way to, to not be fat is to wake up and y'all closing the gyms. You know what I mean? So uh, that, and, um, and keep our internet laws exactly where the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out to Pirate Bay. Keep them exactly where the fuck they is. Don't, don't fuck with the baby. Don't be, don't be sending me no emails when I download Mortal Kombat. Hey, good. Yeah, don't, mm, don't do that. Uh, we out I, I downloaded that this morning. 
Uh, that, that's the one. Like, I hate going to Canada and the States and being like, okay, let me go on my little website for my torrents. As like, the FBI says, I'm like, oh, shit. And I got to kind of come off it. Rest in peace, Ninja Video. Rest in peace, Mega Video. Rest in peace, Gamanoid. Rest in peace, uh, TV One. What would it end? Which TV One? Um, there were yeah. a lot. There was Switch Reel back in the day. Project Fun's still alive, still kicking. Couch Project Fun's still alive? Project Fund still open. Couch Tuna still kicking. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to them, yo. Doing the shout Lord's work. Did a lot for the culture, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out now, to Mesh, yeah. Shout out to LimeWire. Now the move is for what they do is um, is show specific. So like now websites mm. will just show like, okay, you you was in love with this show. Now this whole site is just dedicated to showing you what's on this show. So you could go to attackontitansepisodes.net and then they will show you everything. That they have really? and Demon Slayer, same kind of shit. Lost, Breaking Bad, Sopranos. Like there's like full websites dedicated to that. And because it's like that, they are less susceptible to them being taken down by the government. I gotta find a Demon Slayer movie. Everyone went to Fusion last night to see and said it was amazing. It's it's been a month of me looking for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I find it, yeah. So if you but, find it in not Cam, like I could see the Cam, but who the fuck wants to watch that? No, who watches no, yeah. an anime Cam? Like no one wants that's, that. That's just a gross person. You're a pedophile. But yeah. like, um, you, you've done crime. You definitely. I would say like, because like a lot about what the Overton window to me is is about like a kind of reshaping of society and societal norms. And I would say like, the expected into radical. What I would want to change is the entire idea of jobs and like. I was listening to this mm-hmm. podcast on with Noam Chomsky and Noam Chomsky was saying like, he, it's almost like Noam Chomsky is some like black um, hustler entrepreneur, <laughs> like thought leader. Cause he said, Noam Chomsky is like, anytime you have a job that's subservient and you being a subservient to someone else, bitch boy. <laughs> He's like, but, but not like that, not like that language. Like, that to, not like that, but like to the idea. That's how that, damn Dash talks. Right, right, right. Like you were a boss, but um, leaving out the idea episode. that someone needs to be working for in order for you to be a boss. But like yeah. Norm's idea is that um, society wasn't always set up this way. Or the idea of a job was something that was kind of looked down upon. Like that's like that was a, a skill that you had to have to provide, but that's not how most of society lived. And like that there needs to be some kind of reorganization of society. And I think like the income inequality is just saying that there needs to be some kind of reorganization. And if there is not, that the tipping point is gonna be dangerous. And I think like maybe that's where it needs to change. Like when like what is the stat about um that poverty could be solved with $92 million and Jeff Bezos has $192 million, a billion dollars, sorry. And like that could, it could be done, but the reason we don't do it is because of all the other economic effects. And that's the the only reason anyone can think or that he is not liquid enough, but countries and governments, if they want to change, they want to move something they can. And I think that there needs to be an idea that radical societal thinking can be accepted where an idea can seem radical in society's eyes but can actually be moved and i think we need to see it work once and someone to actually try it and to work on a large scale and if we don't ever get to that where people are bold enough then it won't happen and to me i always look at it 
is that man being wealthy must be extremely fucking comfortable because none of them have gotten bored to the point to just be like i'm gonna try some new shit except for musk (laughs) everyone else is okay and musk is just like I think I think I'm fucked out. So maybe we should move to Mars. <laughs> like, I'm fucked enough. I think we should move. Let's move the whole planet. Like he's the only one. Everyone else is just like, no, let's just keep run. let's run this back. As lips. Oh, you pause for a second. Go ahead. Yeah, what would you change about jobs though? We just work less. Um, I, I just think that because uh, a lot of it would have to be with like technological advancement, which is have to be like the incentives are all wrong. Like the incentives for people to do things are wrong because they do things because they need to make money to feed, uh, live in shelter. And I think like that's what I would change. Like if those things were removed from you, what would you actually be doing? Or what would actually be your focus in order to, because there are people who love science or love technology to the idea that they would do that one thing all day. Or like, think about the idea, like how I approach it. And I said like, yo, let's, let's do podcasts on Attack on Titan um, every three episodes and then recap sure. it leading up to the new one. So like, what would you be doing your time with in that, interim and and like that's the idea because that can spark um creativity or thought in something else so i think like that's what i would change i most of us are just um working jobs in order to fulfill a need and feel unfulfilled at it at the end of the day and it's an old thought it but like when i say like where would the window change i think like the window now is that that is the pinnacle of society like your job is who you are regardless of what people say like that is how you are built, how you are thought of, and how people um, interact with you in social settings. And, I, and like that's what I would want to like move, shift, or change. Mm, I don't mind that actually. That that the hours. And what? And the hours. Well, no, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that like the hours would be the first step. The hours would be the radical yeah. shift. I'd be like, oh, let's go to four days a week. Cause, <laughs> no, because wait, like, 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 I won't even front. I think that COVID taught a lot of these businesses. I know several businesses right now that are closing their like brick and mortar shit. Also, I'm like, yo, y'all working from home forever. You mean the WB's paying rent or like paying whatever mortgage or whatever da, 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 when y'all just been y'all been working as effectively at home. I think employers didn't trust niggas. They was like, yo, we don't trust y'all. Let me sit up and get fucking out of the world. But again, if I need that need fulfilled, if I need to get paid, if I need to eat, if I got a kid to feed, I'm going to do that work at home. But you know what I mean? Like, but it, it could have been this this whole time. We don't need to come in. I, I have a job where I have to be in, but not even that. Because when- uh, I don't know. I think they could have figured it out. You didn't have no, to no, be no. in. No, no, no. We did. Mo, Mo, Mo got COVID and we were Zooming. We Zoomed on radio. So we don't even have to be in, you know what I mean? Oh, so I think look at the, that. the entire thing has to be like really revamped and looked at. Oh, one more thing for me, buses. Oh, I was, oh, I the fuck if, if I can move the Overton window for fucking buses on this <laughs> island, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I, I'll regulate the fuck out of them. Oh, right. okay, buses. Yeah, buses. No, and everything they stand for. Everything they fucking stand for, son. I hate these niggas, bro. All right, so I think that's it for 
Oh, sorry, I was away from the mic. I think that's it for this week's podcast on uh, the Overton window. And I, I want to make a request for Andrew. I don't know if Andrew cares about this anymore since his team has won a Super Bowl, but we are doing a pre-draft um, podcast on Tuesday leading up to the NFL draft because we truly, truly care about this. Um, as a Dolphin fan, this is our only oh, hope. Oh, yeah. Wait, this you me. have Andrew. You have no like me, Nal, and John. Are this is all we think about. This is all we care about. This is <laughs> this only time you'll get hype. All football season, y'all niggas was dry. Like we wasn't spending time by John. He wasn't doing shit. Well, there was and a then, pandemic. <laughs> well, yeah, the pandemic. But it, no, but no, but no. But like the streets is quiet. The only time y'all as Dolphins fans get excited is the draft. That's the only time <laughs> y'all just be so hyped. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. My, listen, my team good. I'm, I'm like, me, so you don't care. You're, you're just gonna yeah, look at I'm it good. on the weekend and be like, oh, we dropped this dude who I, I've never heard about. But for us, no. this is, you know, what John and I are doing? Draft simulators. <laughs> I love that all of us have a very specific relationship with John. Like, <laughs> I message him. I was just like, John, I think you'd be interested in this. I've been doing this for an hour on my phone <laughs> sent it to john and then john responds yeah i'm with this and then john force <laughs> trades and like, yeah this makes sense why didn't you send this to me earlier and then i'd feel bad i didn't send it to him earlier funniest dolphin show i've heard recently roddy came roddy came to service on the condition inside the room and he was talking you know he's a colts fan too so we were talking colts we talk about our team how we hate Metcalf and we hate our whatever, whatever. He pull the shit instead of third. He goes, but boy, once being dolphins bad, I always good boy. Once once we once we dolphins bad, once we keep getting to the playoffs, everything cool. We good. <laughs> That's the bar. Y'all are the bar of like, all right, we yeah. will be like depressed and like accepting of our bullshit. Y'all y'all are so accepting that they suck. Like it's it's a because I just want to show up. I know y'all don't care. I would have been, yeah, we all lost another game. I would be like, yeah, like, yes, yes. Yeah, and then, like, when we win one game. <laughs> Talk to who? Yo, Scarily. Nice. Yo, Scarily, go vaccinated. <laughs> Miami Vaccans. <laughs> you don't want to hear this shit, yo. Mikey Brown and his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this has been I Need a Minute Podcast, part of 10th Year Seniors Network. Look out for that ridiculous fucking podcast when it happens, because you will hear things like, why you don't trade up to, like, the third pick again while keeping the sixth pick, and then take Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts, and then drop our lineman later. That's the kind of the takes you're going to hate. You know what, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go by John that night. Just, 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 to enjoy, just to enjoy his frustration. It nourishes me. <laughs> Like I like I remember gonna be fucking stupid man. Fucking fucking you know, just get mad. Man. Just just know I'm, again, I'm sorry if you wanted to hear about politics in this. Just know if you see Kyle Pitts get taken at four and Jamar Chase get taken at five, the meltdown that would happen between me, Nal, and John. Nal will care less because Nal cares about Kaiser's draft stock and no one else. But yeah. the meltdown between me and John is gonna be it's tremendous. Gonna be epic. It's gonna be, gonna be epic. Amazing. Jesus Christ. I can't wait. Cause we good. Colts good. So we yeah, we own it.
I'm eager to see what y'all All y'all needed to do was that dude to catch the ball against Buffalo and y'all probably beat Buffalo. If he yeah. just catch that touchdown pass, like that's it. It's a whole nah, season. Nah, Phil, nah, Phillip over, over there. There were three plays that cost us again. Three specific okay, plays. Okay, now it's time to end. Now it's time to end the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> end it, end it. Three end specific it. cult end plays it. in <laughs> December. That cost end, it. end it. End it. I'm done. <laughs> I need a <laughs> podcast. Stay woke.